welcome to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm your host, Louise Rowland. I'm a brand and marketing strategist and designer and the owner of Fleer Online. Here on the Brand Market Flourish podcast, I'll bring you actionable tips and advice on all things branding, marketing and business so you can build your own flourishing online brand. Using my 15 plus years experience in marketing, coupled with my passion for building brands online, my mission is to help and support as many female online business owners as possible in building a brand that stands out and looks out. I know you're destined for greatness and I want to be the one to help you achieve it. Imagine how it would feel waking up every day with a clear vision for your business. Amazing, right? So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a gin if you prefer and get ready to take notes. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I really hope you've been enjoying the episodes so far. This is episode five and I am absolutely loving producing content in this way. So I really hope you are enjoying the episodes. If you have been listening, then I would love to hear what you think. Pop me a message over on Instagram at Flow Online and let me know. I always love to hear from people in my audience. In today's episode, I want to talk about the three ways that you can build and grow an audience online. The episodes so far have been focused mainly around branding, but today I want to talk about my other love, which is marketing. I have been in marketing since I was 18 years old. If you've listened to my story in episode one, then you'll know that I got my first job as a marketing assistant for a corporate company in London, And I worked my way up to a marketing manager for various companies before going full time with Fleer Online in 2017. Now, I'm not going to tell you how old I am exactly, but I have been in marketing for over 15 years now. So you can probably work it out yourself. I am so passionate about marketing and I absolutely love working with people on both branding and marketing because they really do go hand in hand. If you've been following me for any length of time, you'll know that I'm a big believer that there is more than one way to build a business. And that is especially true when it comes to marketing. With so many marketing platforms and strategies available to us, what works for someone else isn't necessarily going to work for you. That's because we are all unique. Our businesses are unique. Our personalities are unique. And our audiences are unique. Having many marketing options is great, but it can also be really overwhelming. Trying to work out which platforms to use and how to use them when you're not a marketer yourself can be really confusing. But don't worry, I am here to help eliminate the overwhelm, remove the confusion. My mission is to bring you clarity, confidence and consistency when it comes to branding and marketing your business. So let's get started. So there are three ways that you can grow your audience online. The first is to build it. This method uses content marketing to build the all-important know, like, and trust factor with your audience. The second is to borrow it. So this means that you get yourself in front of other people's audiences in order to build your own. Third is to buy. Now, I don't mean buying followers on Instagram because that is a big no-no. What I mean is by utilizing paid advertising to build your audience. So let's go through each one individually. And of course, we'll start with number one, which is building your audience. This is by far the most common way to 
do it and the most common way to grow your audience. But what do I mean by building an audience? Building an audience happens through you publishing your own content. It's also known as organic marketing or content marketing. And it means that you publish content that helps to build the know, like and trust factor with your audience over a period of time. Building an audience through your own content is the slow and steady way to do things, but it will definitely pay off in the long run. So let's look at some ways that you can build an audience through your own content. The first is social media, and this is by far the most popular option. Most people tend to have a love-hate relationship with social media, but we have to admit that we are very lucky to have this opportunity to market ourselves at no cost other than our own time. There are many social media platforms available to us, but in the online space and with my audience in particular, it's usually through Instagram or Facebook and sometimes LinkedIn as well. Another way to build your audience is through blogging. I've been blogging since the very start of my business. And whilst I haven't necessarily always been consistent with it, oops, it has been the best thing for my business. The beauty of blogging is that unlike Instagram, where your content doesn't necessarily stand the test of time, it's not always going to be there. It's going to drop down your feed. It's going to disappear off stories. With blogging, the blog posts that I have written two years ago are still bringing me traffic. And in turn, it's bringing me email subscribers, leads, clients, sales. It's bringing all those things into my business, even though I haven't written a blog post um, for a while. I mean, I have now, but I hadn't. So for example, in the pandemic, when the schools closed and I was juggling working from home with looking after the children, blogging had to take a back seat. Like my client work had to come first. I was limited on time, but I was still bringing in clients. I was still getting sales to my template shop. I was still growing my email list. And that's because of my blog. It's content that was working for me in the background. The third is podcasting. So similar to blogging, Podcasting is another really great way to build your audience. Now, with this being only episode number five, I'm, of course, new to the podcasting world. And that's because I started out with blogging. And then when I felt ready, I moved into podcasting because I didn't want to overload my plate. I also repurposed these podcast episodes into blog posts. Every single podcast episode gets made into blog posts, which is a win-win. Let's look at some pros and cons. I'm gonna do pros and cons for each of the three methods. So the biggest pro with content or organic marketing is that it doesn't have to cost anything. You can set up an Instagram profile and or a Facebook page for free and start putting out content. This is extremely valuable when you're a new business owner with less money than time. Another great benefit of content marketing, especially when you're blogging or podcasting is that your content can work for you long after you've created and published it. So as I said before, what I mean by this is that providing you have optimized your content with key terms, your content will be found long after it's been put into the world. So you can create something and then two years later, using myself as an example, it can still work for you, providing it's relevant and up to date. A con of content marketing is that it can be time consuming. This isn't usually a problem at the beginning when you're new to business as you often have more free time whilst you're building your client base. However, as your business grows and you start to get busier, finding the time to create content can be tricky. 
This is often when you start looking to hire it out and you start looking to build your team. So you have those support resources to help you stay consistent with your content. So that's number one, and that is build. The second way is to borrow someone else's audience. What I mean by borrowing an audience is that you're putting yourself in front of someone else's audience. And I'll give you some examples on how to do this in a second. But usually you will still need to have some form of audience yourself. So building an audience through your content marketing is recommended before you start utilizing other people's audiences, just because when you're utilizing other people's audiences, you need somewhere to send them to. Like you can't just send them to your website. They're going to want to find out more about you. They're going to want to look at your content. They're going to want to learn more value. So having your own content strategy is still important, even when borrowing other people's audiences. So some examples of how you can borrow an audience. Number one is guest podcasting. So appearing as a guest on other podcasts, even if you don't have your own, is a great way to increase your visibility. Another way is through joint competitions. So running a competition on social media, for example, with other businesses that complement your own business can be a really good way to grow your audience. However, if you do do this, ensure that your audiences are similar and that you have a similar follow follower numbers, you have similar follower accounts, just to keep it fair. Because someone with 10 followers on Instagram isn't going to bring you as much as you might bring them. So it's just keeping it fair. Number three is guest masterclasses. So going into other people's Facebook groups or appearing as a guest in their courses and programs is a really great way to showcase your expertise and to bring new people into your audience. The fourth option is joint venture webinars. So joint venture webinars with other businesses that complement your own can be really powerful and a really good way to build and grow your audience because you can create a webinar, you can promote it to two audiences, put it out there, and then you're cross-pollinating those audiences. And in turn, you can each help each other grow that audience. So the benefits of borrowing other people's audiences is that it's a really great way to develop relationships and to bring warm people into your own audience. When someone features you on their podcast or has you as a guest in their program, it shows the audience, it shows their audience that they already have that trust in you. That means that you skip that cold audience stage. Like they they know you, but then they already start to like you because they, you're getting to know them they're being recommended you're being recommended by someone that they trust and that helps to kind of bring them in as an already fairly warm audience so by ensuring that you're getting in front of the right audiences you have the chance to grow your own audience very quickly especially if the other person has a large and loyal following that is another great pro another great benefit borrowing someone else's audience a con for borrowing someone else's audience is that it takes time to build those relationships. And whilst this definitely isn't a bad thing, and I am 100% behind relationship marketing and building relationships in marketing, it's one of the most important things that you can do, you will need to factor that into your planning because coordinating schedules and time zones can be really tricky and making sure that you're speaking to the right people does take time. Another con is that, as I mentioned just before, it's likely that you won't be able to use this method with many people if you don't already have some form of content marketing and your own audience in place first. So the third way to build and grow your audience online is to buy your audience. By this, I don't mean buying Instagram followers. I don't mean buying email addresses because that is a huge no and please don't do that. 
What I mean by buying an audience is to pay for advertising. And there are different ways that you can pay for advertising. The first one is through Facebook and Instagram ads. So Facebook and Instagram ads are probably the most popular form of advertising with online businesses such as ourselves. Another is Pinterest ads. So similar to Facebook and Instagram, you can also use Pinterest advertising to build and grow your audience. The third is on Google. So whilst you're working on your SEO and you're looking to rank for key search terms, you can pay to appear at the top of Google on page one or page two, but you can pay to have an appearance there whilst you're waiting for your SEO to do the work for you. And depending on your business, you can also utilize influencer marketing to grow your audience as well. That really depends on the type of business that you have. A huge advantage to buying your audience and paying for advertising is that you can use really specific targeting based on your ideal client profile to reach a large audience quickly. And that is a really big benefit is that if you really understand your ideal client, you can use that to your advantage and create a really detailed um, audience profile within Facebook or within the advertising platform that you use to ensure that you're targeting the right people. You're not just targeting to everyone, you're targeting to people that you know are the right people for your product or service. A disadvantage to paid advertising is that it costs money, which is something that not many businesses have at the beginning. You also want to ensure that you have your own content strategy in place, which is a common theme throughout these things, um, as these will often be cold audiences that you will need to work on warming up before they convert. Another con to paid advertising is that if you haven't tested your offer first, if you haven't put your offer out there in front of an audience before you start paying for advertising, you could be paying for this advertising, not knowing if it's actually going to work and actually going to convert and therefore you're losing money. So there you have it. Three ways that you can build and grow an audience online. So number one is to build an audience. Number two is to borrow an audience. And number three is to buy the audience. My recommendation when you are starting out is to build your audience through your own content marketing strategy. And as I said before, there are different ways that you can do this. You haven't just got to do it on Instagram. You haven't just got to create a blog. Choose the method that works for you and take that, invest your time and energy into it, really focus on making that work. Stick with it because it's not always going to work first time round. If you're not seeing results after a week, two weeks, please don't give up. Like it takes time to build that audience. It is a slow and steady approach. But if you do stick with it and you're doing it in the right way and you're creating content that you know that your audience wants to read and you're resonating with your audience, you will start to see that growth. Just stick with it, stick with one platform, stick with one strategy and just run with it and really invest your time and energy into that one particular platform. The reason why I suggest utilizing one platform at the beginning is that you can focus your time and energy in one place without spreading yourself too thin. So like I said before, I really went heavily on blogging. So my content platform when I first started out was blogging. And I also utilized Pinterest to drive traffic to my blog. And that has really, really benefited me. It was a slow and steady approach. It wasn't something that saw immediate results. However, it has benefited me in the long run. And then once you feel that you're at a place with your marketing where you can expand into other platforms, you can then bring in other strategies that I've mentioned in this episode. If you're looking for help with your marketing strategy, then there are various ways in which I can help you depending on your needs, your time and your investment. 
If you're new to business or are in the early years of a business, then you might want to check out the Blooming Brand Academy. The Academy is my affordable monthly membership program for aspiring and new entrepreneurs who want to build their brand and business the right way from the very beginning. The beauty of the Blooming Brand Academy is that you also have a community of like-minded people to support and cheer you on because being an online business owner can be lonely and it's really important to have that community around you. I also offer one-to-one brand and marketing coaching and VIP days for those who are further along in business. Plus, I have a marketing mastermind launching in September of this year, which you can join the waitlist for now. I'll leave all the links in the show notes. If you're not sure which option is right for you, send me an email or a DM on Instagram and we can work it out together. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode, learning how you can build and grow your audience. If you have loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave a review share it on Instagram or even just pop me a message and just let me know your thoughts. I love hearing from my audience. My Instagram handle is at Flayer Online and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm so happy that you joined me. If you've enjoyed this episode, then I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I would also appreciate it so much if you would share it with a friend shout about it on social media or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from listeners to the podcast. So do say hi over on Instagram at Fluya Online. Thanks again. I'm back next week with a brand new episode.